Paragon 7 Studio. So you got you got you got Zoe Boys here putting on a, a dang clinic, man. I, I, I like having you on the show because uh, this is information that people need to hear. Whether you're listening on Urban One, whether you're listening on the podcast version, uh, there's so many people that that listen to this show that are in healthcare, or people that are getting their masters, people that are getting their uh, a terminal degree of some sort. It's great to have someone come in that's an expert that not only has gone through the process themselves but has cultivated young minds to go through that process and then has a consulting firm to get other people that, that are going through that process to, to the promised land. I've talked enough about education. When you come into my show, you got to talk a little bit of sports because, because I'm a sports person. You, Joel is a huge sports fan. So if you follow Joel on his Instagram, him and his son are going to build before the pandemic. Yeah. Him and his son are going to Bills games. They're going to Seahawks games. Like they have this, they have this bucket list road trip and you guys always go to the coldest places like me i'm going to domes man i'm going to the colts i'm going to the falcons i'm going to the saints man i'm not going to a patriots game when it's 19 degrees outside there's absolutely no way that i'm going to get on a plane fly to boston get in rent a car and drive to foxborough from boston to sit in a stadium where it's 19 degrees outside so that's father of the year like father of the decade type of territory i know that your son is like six three now so he was a little bit younger and maybe won't be able to appreciate that until he gets into his 20s and 30s but i love to see that so i want to ask you you're in georgia one of your favorite terms that you used to say when we were roommates was always a bridesmaid never a bride what was it like now i know you don't care about the bulldogs but what was it like just locally how happy were the people in atlanta when when georgia finally beat finally beat nick saban Finally, finally beat Debo, you know, Ice Cube finally beat Debo, beat the neighborhood bully and actually got a championship for the first time in like 40 or 50 years. Something you, before, you we know, that there. was that was a crazy experience because as a Braves fan, we're just coming off a, a Braves win. And you're a Braves fan, you know, and then court. to have Georgia beat uh, Alabama again. I'm not a fan, but and you went to many Braves games back in the day. My monster protege when gas was like 99 cents. Listen, Be you and Lex. What happened to it? We go to Atlanta. Man, it was like eight bucks to fill up the t- we go sit in the nosebleed seats. Hey. We watch a game, and we come right back to Huntsville. Man. Listen, we, it was it was crazy it was because times. there's so many Alabama fans in Georgia, but Georgia mm. fans really they really came out this time. Okay, this was something they had been you know they've been getting spanked for so long and for years, and they've been getting owned. Right. But they really felt like this one erased all right. the other ones, and so it was great in the city. You know, we were. Did you care a little bit? Like you've been I in did, Georgia I a did, long time. I did. I hate Alabama, so okay. I was I was gonna go for whoever okay. they play. But you're not really a college football natural guy because you grew up in Pennsylvania. I mean, so I, I'm a Jersey. Virginia Tech fan, so I won't. Be oh, you're a Virginia Tech. Fan. I won't be so watching. You're them Mike any, Vick, right? Yeah, I won't be watching them anytime right. soon. But I, I, I MV seven. I'll cheer for Penn State. I'll cheer for anybody to beat Ohio State. Let's start with that. That's and, not a lot of people. So I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, they only, I'll cheer for I'll other cheer than Bama and Clemson. That's pretty much no one. I mean, they lost again for scum. They lost to Ann Arbor Community College this year, but you know, you can't beat them all the time. I mean, that's 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 one for 13 for for michigan so i'm not you know, i'm not losing any sleep and atlanta's not a good sports town i mean everybody knows I, but how can it not be the the bulldogs just won the braves won you didn't have acuna was out y'all still won it's because like we have the falcons and that's it i go to whoever they're playing well that whoever yeah, they're playing that's, that's, uh, 
As That's a Patriots a, fan, twenty eight to three will always kind of twenty three at halftime. Shout out Patriots! In, in, um, in for me. I was there. I was in. I was in Houston at. Uh, I wasn't at the game. I was at the hotel across the street from from uh, Reliance Stadium, covering the game for ESPN. Right. And it was twenty eight to three. I actually went up to change and start getting ready for the post game show. And by the time I had changed, it was like twenty four to twenty eight, and it just you know just went. Uh, it just snowballed and spiraled from there. I couldn't believe. What what I was watching are are you looking forward to now that I feel like we're on a better side of the pandemic? Now I know in Georgia, there's like bleep that pandemic because I came here a couple of years ago, and I had some business in Atlanta, and this was this was 2020, this was like maybe July or August of 2020, and I had to go to Atlanta, and everything had been locked up. I had just come back from Phoenix, even in Texas, things were locked up. You had military tanks. In California, like it was serious mass mandates, curfews. I went to Atlanta, man. I was there late to get into a hotel and check in, and it was crunk. It was normal. It was, they were partying like it was 1999. Like there were clubs open, people were not wearing masks, people were doing whatever they wanted to do. And Atlanta's very weird because Atlanta's like the king of places that kill black people. Like you can go get fried chicken and buffalo wings at three in the morning. Like there's nowhere else in the United States and, and you go to a strip club at, at three in the morning and you can get alcohol places seem to stay open pretty much all night. And everyone was just out buzzing. I was like, the rest of the world is in quarantine and y'all are just chilling. But do you, do you plan to get back out onto the circuit with your son this summer? I now do. that stuff is, you're going to be at Braves games at the new beautiful ballpark that you have. It's weird. You guys build your parks, not downtown. That's kind of odd. Well, I do plan to take my son out, but my son's, he's a basketball player now. So he's all, right. all into, uh, so our, our new thing is going to probably want to hit a couple of Lakers games. He's doing games. some AAU? And he's, we're trying to get him AAU now. You're taking the Lakers games? I want to go to a, when they have a Laker-Clippers uh, back-to-back so we can see both Ooh. teams. Well, you're going you to spend a lot of money, awesome man. You're gonna, you're gonna need to, we're going to need to get JCB and Pro <laughs> up and popping because I've been to Staples Center as one time. It cost me, I believe if I remember correctly, it was like 700 bucks to sit at the back of the stadium. Like I could touch the, the back of the stadium yeah, like this. Yeah. When I lived in Phoenix, you could sit and put your feet on the floor because this is when the sun sucked. This is before CP3 was there. They were losing 60, 70 games a year. You could put your feet on the floor for 475 in, in Phoenix. Like you could sit on the front row for less than $500. But Staples Center, well, cryptocurrency.com. Um, so that's... That's when a great bucket When they're in ninth place, nobody wants to watch them. That's, a, that's now, true. That's now, true. AD being out for four weeks, I'm, I'm oh, pretty man, sure. I feel pretty sure that's the end of the season for them. So I'm really an awful person, man, because I was watching that game. So I had literally just turned it on, and it was the second quarter, and it was on for like three minutes. And then I looked up, and AD was writhing around in pain, and Atheon Crockett did this spoof of, of AD – and he looked just like AD writhing around in pain. And I was in my living room and I started laughing, man. I felt so guilty. I felt like a terrible human being because this man is really hurt. But he, I don't want to say he's Mr. Glass, but he's Mr. Glass. And, uh, right. you know, we have a Mr. Glass for the Colts. I call Carson Wentz Mr. Glass. Um, you know, I'm independent, so I can make fun of these people. You know, I don't, I don't work for the NBA or, or ESPN or anything like that anymore. But it is, it's, you know, the Lakers probably will be out of playoff contention, so you probably will be able to get some ticks. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as I can see Brian out there, I got to get out before it's the last. I had a chance to see weeks. LeBron when he came to Phoenix. Man, he's a you know an amazing. I got to see Brian when talent. he was at the Heat we, when they played and beat okay. the, uh, the the Hawks. We went to the game. Okay. Him, him and D Wade, and that was a. That now, was, how's the buzz with Trey Young, man? You got you got a got a superstar still, still in Atlanta. 
still don't. I'm not a fan. Why isn't Atlanta a good sports town? Because it's such a it's a it's a great city for African Americans. It's good weather. It's a large city. You have the best airport in the country. Well, the biggest airport in the country. Like it seems like it would be advantageous to be there. Why is it not a great sports city? Well, I tell you what, the Falcons have a loyal following. Now, black people support the Falcons. I can tell okay. you that. You know, just in my, in my group, they are diehard Falcons okay. fans. Um, Braves, not so much, but that's not the demographic that they appeal to. But the Braves have a lot of support because there's do. no they're Nashville's there's no team. team. There's Nashville's team. They're there's Memphis's no team. They're Huntsville's team. Yeah, right. they're, they're Birmingham's team. They're Macon's team. Right. You know, they're 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 Charlotte's team. Like it's they they basically have a complete monopoly on on the Southeast. And when the Braves yeah. when they went in their playoff run, I mean the games right. were packed. I had right. some friends that went to the actually to the World Series and the games were were, were loaded. Wow. And they were not just they were, they were some I always, of us that were I always enjoy going to the Braves games. I mean, we were back in the Glavin Maddox Maltz days, but it was always great. And, and the Hawks when they when they're winning. Right. Right. People will go. Okay. But we're not very, because there's so much to do in Atlanta. Right, there is. It can easily be like, oh, I'll go do something else, forget the Hawks. Okay. You know, that's kind of the downside of it. Well, I know that's exciting, man, to to get back out there. I look forward. Now that I watch the data, and the data's starting to look favorable. I've had, I've had COVID twice. I'm triple vaccinated. Even I, I'm going to start going out to a couple games this summer. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually hoping that, you know, I'm talking to the Titans about maybe doing some broadcast at Nissan Stadium um, across the way. I have to take back all of the negative things that I've said about. See, that's what happens when you say negative things on tape about people and then you got to go to them and ask them for support downstream. You have to, uh, you know, you have to be accountable for those things, man. But as we close, man, first and foremost, wanted to affirm you, man. I'm really proud of what you're doing. Appreciate it. Um, you're already, you know, my cousin Joel is very, very successful. We didn't even get time to talk about his talents as a musician and, and a singer. And uh, Joel's one of the best first tenors that, that I've ever heard in my life. And, you know, I, tour, I toured with Joel for probably like eight years, seven years, something like that. Just just a phenomenal music talent and had the had the understanding to be able to be mature enough to say at age 20 that, hey, I'm not going to do this for, for a living, even though I'm blessed and, and have uh, gifts. I'm not going to spend my life chasing that dream. I'll, I'll hit him with Handel's Messiah at Christmas every year, but I'm going to get an education. I'm going to get something more stable and have worked your way up into a leadership role. But once again, wise enough to pivot and understand that, hey, I can be a consultant and make a good living on the side. And then that puts me in a situation. I can continue to principal. I can maybe move up to be a full-time principal or I could go into college or I could just do consulting. I just love people that create multiple streams of, of income and options for themselves. Cause I think in a post COVID society, you gotta have options, man. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. We, we've just seen that society can go completely upside down in six weeks. So you have to have as many options as possible. And I think that that's dope, man. I'm just, you know, I'm very proud of you. Uh, I think it's fantastic what you're doing. And, you know, I think that you're going to continue to be very, very successful. Uh, where can we find you on the gram, on LinkedIn? Like, where where do we find JCB Ed Pro? You can visit me on, on Instagram. It's a JCB Ed Pro. Um, it's the same for my website, www.jcbedpro.com. I'm also uh, JCB Ed Pro. I'm on, on Facebook. And you can find me. Uh, it's actually by my name, Dr. Joel Boyce, on um, LinkedIn. You can find me anyway. Um, email jcbedpro at gmail.com. So I'm accessible everywhere. Thank you so much for doing the show, man. Look forward to talking to you soon. Appreciate it. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
He's the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down at me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flake. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph and, and the friend in Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to the Lance J Radio Network weekdays at 7 p.m. on Urban One's flagship 1450 WOL in Washington, D.C., and presented by our partners at Episource, the industry leader in healthcare analytics and Medicare Advantage quality products. And Doug. Got a couple of bogeys on your sixth limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty.